The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You're listening to the hottest, the hottest NBA podcast out. Yeah, I said what I said. She's heating up. It's the Heat Check. The Heat Check. Heat Check. With Trista Crick. Let's go around some news from around the league. Real sad. Shocking news. I couldn't believe it. I thought this news was actually fake when I saw it. Kelly Oubre out indefinitely after being hit by a car as a pedestrian walking down the streets of Philly. Hit and run, actually, as well. Everything about it is is fucked up. Apparently, he was struck by uh, the driver's side window, rear view, side view mirror window. But he's been one of the incredible success stories for Philly so far. 16-5-1 with two blocks and steals per game. And Philly getting off to a hot start because of Oubre. He has become a key starter in this rotation. He's not only been great on the floor, shooting 50%, 38%, and 80% from the free throw line. But he's brought this chill, relaxed, fun vibe to the Sixers that we haven't really seen there in a while, right? It's been bad vibes there since since Jimmy Butler left, really. Notoriously savage fan base absolutely loves him. The first thing that people on Sixers Reddit said was, I hope his face isn't hurt. Pretty, pretty tsunami poppy. Hope he gets better. So on Saturday night while out on a walk, according to Shams, Oubre sustained broken ribs and an assortment of bruises and cuts after being struck by a car, fortunately avoided more serious injuries, and now will be missing significant time. The timetable is indefinitely. Uh, More on this, I'm sure, in the future. We are going to have to try to figure out where this person is that hit and ran on Tsunami Poppy. We shift back to L.A., only this time to talk about the Lakers. The Lake Show, love to see it, has not been off to a stellar start to the season. They are four and five, but two things of interest have come up over the course of the weekend. One, LeBron James is having none of your criticism. He is not not handling that at all. After the rumor floated that he is going to be held to 28 minutes per game for load management, he said, oh no, absolutely not. Fuck that. After game one, he has played 35 minutes a game since then. Take that, Darvin Ham. Take that for data. And when critics complained that he should have taken the final shot against the Heat and Suns instead of passing to Cam Reddish with the game on the line twice, LeBron said this, To all the naysayers and basketball savants that don't know nothing about basketball and tell me I should have shot that shot in Miami instead of passing to Cam Reddish, well, I did the same thing tonight because I trust my teammates. I make the right play every single time, and the game ball goes to Cam Reddish for sure. He did hit the game winner. Cam Reddish is a success story. But I make the right play every single time is very Trumpian. It's very like it was a perfect question. That was a perfect answer to a perfect question. But in this case, LeBron James probably not wrong. In more serious Laker news, 
Cam Reddish has usurped Austin Reeves in the starting lineup, mostly because Austin Reeves has been boo-boo. A lot of people want to make it out like Austin Reeves is overpaid or this is something that we could have seen coming, but it's really started since FIBA when guys were hunting Austin Reeves in the pick and roll internationally, and now the word has spread like wildfire that Austin Reeves doesn't play no damn defense. The bad news for Reeves is now he is on the bench. Apparently, according to Darvin Ham, do not call it a demotion. Call it realignment of a role. Okay, what a... These people, they like to spin you, don't they? The worst news is that Reddish hit the game winner when he was starting and to beat the Suns. He's averaging 13-4-4 on 43% shooting. He's not going to get him back into a starting position anytime soon. I think he could probably be a valuable sixth man or seventh man when Vanderbilt gets back. On to San Antonio. The Wemby experiment is going... I don't know if it's an experiment. The Wemby world is going swimmingly. I joked on Twitter that Wemby's like an AI that's absorbing the NBA game faster than IBM Watson. Uh, And it is true. Uh, We are not here to talk about Wemby, though. We are here to mention Jeremy Sohan, one of the most fun players to watch. But there has been an experiment that has gone awfully wrong, and everybody knows it. Sohan was entrusted early on in the season, and I think sometimes now, too. I don't know when it happens or why it happens, with playing point guard. Okay, and Jeremy Sohan played the three and the four at Baylor. But no, no, we're going to have Jeremy Sohan play the point guard spot despite never having played point guard before in his fucking life. People called it point Sohan, and they were like, well, well, we don't really have anyone else, so how bad can it be? Pretty bad. As it turns out, he's averaging 9.9 points per game, 5.4 rebounds per game, 4.7 assists per game running the point, which isn't, like, atrocious, but it's not great. The man shoots one-handed free throws, okay? You don't want that kind of guy running your offense, not lighting the world on fire. According to Sohan, when they asked him about this point Sohan experiment and whether he wanted to play point, he said bluntly, yo, no, I do not want to. There are times where I am like, fuck this shit. That is not me just summarizing. That is a real quote. That is an existing quote I just read word for word. I think we are all aligned here. And for them to say, we don't have a point guard, that's very shady. Trey Jones is a very serviceable point guard, one of the better pass-first point guards in the league. And I believe when him and Wemby are on the floor together, their plus-minus is through the roof. So let's stop with all this point-so-hand nonsense. On to Chicago. Where according to Windhorst, Brian Windhorst, scouts from around the league are now descending upon United Center to take a look and gaze upon potential assets that might be for sale in the raging Chicago fire sale. Wendy said this, in talking to some people around the league, the scouts are jamming themselves into bowl games because they realize that at some point the Bulls may break this team up and they're gathering intelligence like what's going to happen to the Bulls. Ooh, baby. And you might think that there are scouts there to see DeRozan and Levine, who are probably on the move, but I personally would be more interested to see Alex Caruso, who might be the best on-ball defender in the league this side of Drew Holiday. Dude is incredible. There has been new highlights coming out every single night on Twitter about how good he is on-ball. He is a pest. He is physical. He is smart. His basketball IQ is through the roof. I watched a video breakdown of a recent game where he locked down Kevin Durant to the point where Kevin Durant said this about him after the game. He is a phenomenal player. 
I don't even want to call him a role player. He's a guy you can plug in with any lineup, and he will make the right reads and the right plays on the defensive and offensive side, and the Bulls are lucky to have him. Sounds like Kevin Durant wants Alex Cruz to play point guard for the Phoenix Suns, and we know that the Phoenix Suns are missing a point guard. Bradley Beal is not that. Devin Booker is not that. Sounds like maybe we could see Alex Crusoe on the move. If the Bulls keep struggling, watch out. There's going to be a fire sale, and a whole lot of teams will be vulturing, waiting to feast on the corpse of a once great franchise, just languishing and existing and subsiding on the legacy of one Michael Jeffrey Jordan. That is all the time that we have for the Heat Check. Check in tomorrow for an all-new episode. Check out the feed for past episodes and many episodes which drop unexpectedly, especially when we get random NBA guests on BetMGM tonight, my other show. Do not forget to follow the Heat Check as we cover all the NBA news from around the globe. But you have a job too. Do your job. Do it. Download. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Even the guy at Starbucks who you can't get his name right and he certainly can't get your name right follow us on social at this heat check and at trista crick on tiktok instagram and twitter 